0: the best bits of the week the wake up with webster podcast podcast yay it's that time again uh claire i've actually thought we should do we should have some bonus content i mean we in the podcast it's the best bits of the week the best stories uh, the 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 calls the, everything that we've done that we thought was of interest
1: I mean, I don't know what more you could add in the sense that um, you already tell us on the show about everything that goes wrong in your life. Where do you get the bonus content?
0: Well, I'm thinking, no, there's, there was something I saw the other day and I thought we, we might do it on the show, on, on the actual live radio show.
1: Was it the window cleaners of the year or the best window cleaner competition? I saw something going viral about that and I was like, really? But we never talked about it.
0: Uh, no, because it wouldn't, it wouldn't really work on radio, would it? How clean can you get your windows? (laughs) I guess. No, this is a challenge. You know, you sometimes get hypothetical questions. I saw this one going around and I thought this is a great one to bring. Let's see what you would do here, right? You are given 24 hours to make people say your first name, right? Every time that someone new says your name, your bank account goes up by £100. Here's the challenge. Where do you go and what do you do to make the most money?
1: Surely you would go to a concert and try and work your way onto the stage.
0: Good idea.
1: Like, I'm thinking we hosted the Rita Ora and Celessa Gardens last year. What was that, like Eight or 10,000 people? How does that work?
0: So then I would say to the crowd, please say Claire... Many times. And I would say, don't
1: say Webster at all. Or, no, because that (laughs) wouldn't work, because that's not your first name. Don't say Stuart.
0: So some of the ideas that came in for this challenge were quite intriguing like uh, go to a like you said it was a brilliant idea or go to a large sporting event maybe your name's Caroline you're getting them to play Sweet Caroline over the speakers imagine that and oh ev- yeah everyone's singing along £100, £100, £100 or there were some people saying go out into the street with a sign round your neck saying say my name for £1 and then you know you're quid's in because you're getting £100 for every time they say your name but you're only giving them a pound for saying it so you're still quid's in yeah but uh, my thought What do you think of this? What about you just, uh, you go to the courthouse and you change your name to Alexa?
1: (laughs) (laughs) Oh Yeah, everyone would be saying that.
0: Millionaire. instant millionaire. Right, we'll do another challenge on next week's uh, podcast. I like these hypotheticals. But first, Claire, what is coming up on this week's special then?
1: Well, it's been a busy week. We've uh, had a lot of chats on the show regarding uh, how you would impress potential partners, um, when you've had to call on your parents for help, what gives you the bulk? You know, all, all the ah. usual stuff that we talk about. Um, but also, we have been out and about as well. We were at the launch for Perth Festival of the Arts, uh, learning all about that. So that's going to be really cool this year. If you're around Perth, in fact, anywhere... You know, head to Perth, check it out because, uh, well, they've got Louis Capaldi headlining, which is pretty cool. B. Charlotte, who's a, a Dundee girl. She's, she's uh, there. She's yeah. an
0: upcoming pop star, already signed up to a major record label. It's looking amazing for B. Charlotte. And she started by gigging with TFM with well, us yeah. a massive fireworks gig. So it's really nice to see her. Uh, well setting the the world on fire at the minute she's doing really well
1: and we both managed to drop our meals down us while we were there as well but we decided not to talk about that
0: yeah it was a posh lunch we were invited to (laughs) for the launch of that Perth Festival of the Arts and we felt really out of place you didn't even tell me about that chocolate stain on my top you
1: didn't tell me about the soup that was dribbled right down the front of me
0: is this where we're going to begin then what gives you the bulk yeah let's start with that (laughs) Yeah, because I I swear I felt a piece of chewing gum under the desk when we were at the school the other day for my my kids uh, parents uh, teacher meeting. Disgusting. I know. I recoiled a little bit and thought, people still doing that. For all I know, it might have been putty, but it felt like sticky, icky, moist chewing gum.
1: Yuck. Sonia from Forfer can beat that, though. She gave us a call. What
0: gives you the bulk?
1: People gargling.
0: Okay. Um...
1: I don't even need to see it. If I hear it, it could be bad.
2: Obviously, if I see and hear it, it's even worse.
1: So how do you deal with things like mouthwash? I just
2: have to swish. Swish, swish, swish. It's just, I don't know what it is. I don't know if it's from when, you know how when you're not well and people go, oh, gargle, with salt water... Uh, There's no point in even trying that, that'll make me sick.
1: Oh no, don't make her sick, uh, Webster. That makes me
0: sick. Sorry, Sonia, I don't want to do that at this time of day, or any time of day really. (coughs) I just wondered, can you think of where it stems from? Was it maybe when you were younger and you tried it yourself and you choked or what? I think it
2: might be the salt water. Uh, You know, obviously, mouthwash was never really a problem when I was younger. Um, but I think, obviously, when I've been when I've had a sore throat and I've tried the salt water, it's kind of just... I've, I've associated it with that now. Ah. Yeah. And, it, I, I mean, obviously, it's not something I come across all the time. Because
0: <laughs> well, what about when... The no, I suppose the, to do the main issue, Sonia, um, will be when you're watching the telly and Colgate adverts come on for mouthwash. What do you do? That's
2: exactly it.
0: <laughs>
2: in fact, I don't even have a TV now. <laughs> no way! <laughs> to deal with... Uh, to deal with not this, not obviously just because of that, but no, I don't, I don't even watch TV now. So. It is though, It is
1: just cause of that, isn't it? Maybe a little bit. <laughs>
3: <laughs> Wake up with Webster podcast.
0: Oh, one of the funniest stories I've heard this year. <laughs> A decade. Yeah. <laughs> uh, it came from Claire. I can't believe you haven't told me about this before, but it's a story about your cousin and something a little bit silly that he did.
1: Yeah, so he was left to make his tea for the first time. This was a couple of years ago now. Um, left to make his tea for the first time and he had strict instructions in front of him. Macaroni cheese. Take the, the cardboard sleeve off, pierce the film lid in the microwave. Four minutes, boom, done, eat the macaroni cheese. Easy
0: peasy. Yeah. Right, lemon squeezy.
1: My auntie came home to an absolute massacre site. <laughs> four broken forks. Four, not just one or two. And how
0: did he break the forks?
1: Because instead of going into the fridge and getting the macaroni ready-made meal that was there and ready to go in the microwave, he managed to delve around in the back of the cupboard, and I'm talking the very back of the cupboard, and found this old macaroni tin.
0: And he'd even phoned up uh, his mum a number of times to double check. Are you sure I've going to use a fork to pierce the macaroni? (laughs) Yeah. Of course you do. Yeah, come on, son, (laughs) it's easy. And he grabbed a tin. He
1: ended up just ordering a chippy at the end, end though. But it got me thinking because he moved out this week of the family home for the first time. He's got his own pad now. We
0: fear for his life.
1: I've still not heard from him, by the way.
0: I hope he's all right.
1: Um, But it made me think, when have you had to call um, your parents for help over something rather trivial?
0: Donna called us with an issue I think most of us face.
1: Actually, still don't know how it works. When I first moved out, I had to phone my mum to ask her,
2: you know in your fridge how you've got, like, the settings, it's like one, two, three, four, five? Yes. So when your fridge is on, like, number three and your fridge isn't cold enough, do you turn it up or down to make your fridge colder? Yes your fridge, you turn it up to number four, does that make your fridge work more, which means it makes it colder, or is that
0: turning it up to four degrees, which makes your fridge warmer? Can I just say, Donna, I am with you on this. We've had huge issues with our fridge. It's been freezing things.
2: Yeah, exactly. So am I making my fridge warmer, or is it actually making it colder? I still don't even know the answer.
0: I don't think Google even knows the answer to that one.
2: (laughs) No, it's... day and I actually have four children. I still don't
0: even know the answer to that question. <laughs> so you're constantly um, jigging around the the settings, and uh, then uh, we'll trying to play it by play ear. Up. Yeah, and then you go in the freezer. and everything's
3: just I wake up with Webster podcast, the best bits of the week.
0: You know, sometimes when you're just by yourself in the house. It's quite easy to get freaked out by the little noises and creaks here and there as the wood is expanding from temperatures and so on. Or when a
1: bathroom shelf falls off your wall at 3am and you're <laughs> like, whoa, what was that?
0: Yeah, it's Claire's doing her own home improvements, don't <laughs> ask. Uh, I got freaked out the other day. I swear, I was lying on the sofa dozing off with my headphones on, I swear I heard footsteps upstairs and a crash and a bang and a wallop. So I, I woke up with a start and thought, what is that? What's going on? And I started freaking out, thinking I've left the back door open. and someone in the house? I really started panicking. And then I grabbed what I thought was a weapon. It's my kid's uh, sized polka dot brolly, which happened to be at the bottom of the stairs. That was not going to do any damage to any intruder. So I'm I'm, I'm shouting and bravely going up the stairs saying, "Hey, I know you're there. I'm coming to get you. You're not going anywhere. Uh, only to figure out that the footsteps that I heard and the crash and the bang of the wallop were actually through my headphones.
1: I mean, I don't know why I didn't notice that right away anyway, but uh, anyway.
0: They're so good that the the stereo feels like it's coming from the back of your ears, and I actually thought this was actually happening in the house.
1: Sophie had something a bit creepy and silly happen to her. When I was about nine years old...
3: I remember um I woke up in the middle of the night and I could see this little boy sitting at the bottom of my bed with his head with his like head sitting on his knees. Oh, oh no. <laughs> I'm scared already. And I was going, "Hello?" <laughs> "Hello?" <laughs> and then I kind of I kind of moved him with my feet and I could feel it was hard what? and I thought, "Oh my god, that's an actual person." And I was like, and then I seen like his head kind of fall down, and I was like, Oh my god! And I was screaming for my mom, and I was like, Were nah, nah, nah.
0: we under it, the it, duvet?
3: No, because it was like I was terrified. It was like I squeezed my back against the wall. I thought it was actually somebody. Uh, it was my duvet. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> what?
3: It was <gasps> and it was the hard thing was my mum had come through and put a pile of clothes ready to put away. From oh no!
1: <laughs> <laughs> See, if you just wake up though and you're in a, that kind of dozy kind of way,
3: you're yeah, just your it, mind just it, plays tricks. And it was because the light from the hall was shining through, and it was just the way the light fell on the duvet and the clothes, and I was like, oh my god, that's a perfect. <laughs> <laughs> oh,
0: that's the first thought that hits your head. I mean, I did, did mum come running and switch on the big light, and that's when you went, yeah. oh, oh, right, it's okay.
3: I was like, I have nothing. She's like, you're screaming.
0: You had to immediately backtrack and, oh no, I'm just having a nightmare.
3: (laughs) Wake up with Webster Podcast.
0: Right, you do realize that we're on uh, every weekday from 6 a.m. till 10. Do you ever do that, Claire? Whenever anyone asks uh, when you're on, do you ever make sure that they do... Remember to listen to the entire show, please.
1: Yeah, everything. Every single word that comes out of our mouth should be taken and listened to intensely.
0: Yeah, because we, we get the idea that the first hour, the six till seven hour, eh, it's kind of like the do-what-you-want hour.
1: Because... <laughs> <laughs> You're not supposed to say that out loud. Now yeah. the boss knows what we're thinking. Yeah,
0: well, we know the, We know it's very early, so we can kind of get away with a little bit more. A little bit risky. Enter Claire. <laughs> this fair lady over here Has got a potty mouth right? No I don't I don't <laughs> Alright Well it's Okay a potty research then Whatever <laughs> Claire's got a, a task Every morning about 15, and 20. She's going to bring a story to the show And inadvertently It seems uh, We have themes Food Nakedness and Toilet Toilet yeah. stuff It's always uh, Seems to be These three themes that pop up
1: I wonder if the one that, because I know what you're going to mention here, I'm just wondering if that covers all three. Nakedness, yeah. Toilet, yeah. Food.
0: Well, no. <laughs> let's not go down that route, Claire. Let's uh, let's see if people can make their own minds up about this then. <laughs> no. Yeah, one of the stories that Claire took to the show this week for Claire's Thing, as we call it, um, it, it, it amused me because we could physically watch you squirm.
1: (laughs) Alright, okay let's just do it.
0: Right, what's going on Claire? You said a weird or unusual festival in Japan?
1: Yes so, um, it's a a festival that celebrates how do I put this lightly uh, all about the male genitalia.
0: (laughs) You cannot (laughs) put that lightly.
1: Uh, Well I just did so, yeah Um, well I tried to anyway (laughs) Uh, yeah, so um, large um, bits of the male genitalia uh, large, have been made it's into. Large bits. Well, <laughs> well, little bits as well.
0: Um, oh, squirming. Yeah. Uh, you picked this, so. Well, I know, but then on.
1: I didn't really think about it when it came right round. I was just like, "Oh, well, that's a bit unusual." Um, so basically, we're talking like a hundred kilogram size, what? big wooden things. Um, are paraded through the streets. I mean, everyone gets involved in this, from what I can it's see. It's uh, an It's a huge festival. Symbol of
0: fertility and good luck, yeah, isn't it?
1: I think that's what it is. Um, and there's multicolored ones. There's food-shaped ones, and it's all about the male anatomy. And it's Stop just
0: staring at it, Claire. Well, I can't. Our eyes are transfixed on the screens. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Apparently, men of an unlucky age—it doesn't tell me what an unlucky age is—carry a two-meter. Uh, one of those uh, carved <laughs> from Japanese cypress, and it offer it to the shrine with prayers for good
0: harvest. Imagine if you're one of the unlucky ones, and How y- you're parading. Do you know
1: parading... if you're an unlucky one? Though? Well, I
0: suppose they do know because they're carrying the two meter one, as you said. Well, yeah. And you're walking through the streets, you're parading it, and everyone's looking at you, pointing. Oh, look! Ah, they've only got a two-meter one. Ah, you've got to carry that.
1: Well, apparently, the, the the biggest one that's carried through the streets can be incredibly hefty and weighing up to 400 kilograms, not 100, as I said earlier. And
0: once again, people in the street are like, whoa, this guy, yeah. I want to know this guy. With a
1: circumference of more than 100 centimetres. Whoa! Yeah, that, that's a metre. It's a metre, yeah, Claire. Yeah. I know, I read it wrong. It's okay. Um, Huge. <laughs> so, yeah, uh, visitors... To the festival can also um, tuck into delicious treats, such oh. as chocolate-dipped bananas. Hang
0: on, let me... Do, are, we, are we still on air? Are we still on? We, yeah, it looks like we're still Hot on. dogs? Yeah.
1: And pancakes. Hot dogs. I don't know what pancakes no. have to do with it, but pancakes as well. Hot
0: dogs kind of defeats the purpose. Imagine that, because it's all about the fertility and the luck, and then all of a sudden...
1: Well, there's picture. I've never seen so many of these in my life.
0: Okay. So that's just what. Well, that bodes well for you as a human being, Claire. <laughs> I'm glad to hear
3: that. <laughs> Wake up with Webster podcast.
0: Ah, what's the silliest thing you've done to try and impress a girl or a guy? Um, have you ever learnt the words to an obscure rap? And then performed it to them in your bedroom. I've never done that. <laughs> I'm just putting it out there. I, I was 15, right? Okay. <laughs> Will Smith was my hero and I thought it was quite a relevant, funny song and I thought she would be impressed.
1: And was she? What do you think? No.
0: She just kind of stared at me after. Because it went on for four minutes. (laughs) I'm rapping in my bedroom. She's
1: probably sat there thinking, I'm not getting these four minutes back ever. I know. Ever.
0: What's this guy doing? (laughs) Yeah, didn't get anywhere. Never saw her again. And she was a neighbour as well. (laughs) So what is the silliest thing you've done to try and impress someone else? I
1: love this from Sanji in Elith. He gave us a call. um, And I think he's pretty
4: brave. So yeah, they used to set up uh, a small circular ice rink near Liverpool Street. Um, and I asked her to come ice skating with me, but I've never been ice skating. <laughs> um, and uh, What could go wrong? And, uh, what could go possibly wrong? And I was thinking, well, she'd be in the same position, but it turned out she, she'd she done quite a bit of ice skating as a kid. Oh, no. Um, she was an expert. So, uh, yes, she knew exactly what she was doing. So as, as we were going around in circles, she kept having to pick me up or... <laughs> most of my time flat on my, on my bum, to be honest. Yeah, but was that,
0: was that endearing, Sanjay? Did she like this? Because you were... Uh,
4: I don't think so, I don't think so, not really. Did you get um, a second date over it? So immediately afterwards, she asked me to come uh, Christmas shopping, but then I was thinking, it's the last Saturday before Christmas, oh. and, and as much as I'm willing to make a fool of myself, that's, that's oh, I'm not willing that's to That's the limit. That's <laughs> <laughs> too far! <laughs> that's a step too far.
0: So what did you say? How do you buy out of that one? Nah, no thanks, I'm a guy, I, I don't I like did. shopping.
4: <laughs> yeah, I just did say no. Well, that, that, that's okay, and I think I, saw, I think I saw her a few weeks later for her birthday party, and uh, and and then it was clear that. And then yeah.
0: you went roller derbying.
4: <laughs> <laughs> Wake
3: up with Webster podcast: the best bits of the week.
0: Kids tend to ruin lives
3: <laughs> <laughs> you don't
1: mean that you, you don't mean
0: that oh that's quite a broad statement isn't it i
1: know you better clarify come yeah. on
0: uh, kids ruin a lot of things right they can't help it they don't know the importance of uh, of being careful with things and items so for example uh, my boys have gone through three pairs of shoes each already this year it's march right <laughs> that's how bad it is but that's normal uh, what about ruining something very special? Like
1: a photo of you and George Clooney? Not me.
0: I but... know, uh, not you. <laughs> <I> was... <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, sorry. My sister had a photo in her kitchen, which was pride of place when she met George Clooney backstage at a gig. She was doing his makeup. That's what she does for a living. And every morning she would look at this picture and say, Morning, George. And she loved it. It was with uh, her best friend as well. And it was such a good photo. That her son got jealous, and at the age of five, he ruined it. He smashed it. Luckily, the picture was still intact, but then he drew all over that with crayon. The only copy of the picture. My sister with George Clooney, and she will never let him forget this. Whenever Clooney's on the telly or in the news, she'll say, look what you did. That was my (laughs) amazing picture with George. So um, we thought this was bad however. <laughs>
1: Tasha in Dundee, well, oops. So my sister
2: got a new house and uh, we went around and we thought for a wee while, well, oh, they have been a bit quiet so we went to check on them <laughs> and they got Hold of my sister's um, fake tan and makeup. Oh, oh no! And we were totally covered in fake tan, and my sister's new grey carpets were covered as well. Oh no! Oh. I'm doing that
0: emoji <laughs> with the gritted teeth.
2: <laughs> At the time, we were like crying, but now we just laugh
1: about it. Yeah, so you have to. Did the know what the fake tan well like had they seen you Well put they the fake were, tan yeah, on they were or? like
2: oh we're just putting our makeup on mummy <gasps> <laughs> how can you be angry at that <laughs> so like we've took pictures so we've kept them for the food. because <laughs> my wee girl she had like an orange jumper on and she was like the totally same colour
0: colour <laughs> <laughs> now here's the other thing was there any important, like, uh, meetings or days out the, that day or the day after? Did they have to go to school? How long did the fake tan last?
2: Well, my wee girl, uh, she was off nursery for a couple of days, so it was it was not too bad. <laughs> uh, well, I'm not sending out to nursery <laughs> looking like that.
0: Looking like an Oopa Loopa.
2: <laughs> so, yeah, she was off, but she was the worst compared to my niece.
0: <laughs> and was it even evenly... Uh, spread out on her skin people <laughs> actually
2: said from the pictures it actually looked okay <laughs> that
1: they've done quite a good job is that because <laughs> they just spread, like, put it as
3: much as they can
1: on <laughs> yeah
0: get the kids to do yours from now on Tasha
3: we'll give that a little message <laughs> <now>. <laughs> wake up with Webster podcast
0: one of my highlights of uh, this week, apart from Claire's cousin's stupid story and all the things that give you the bulk and when the kids have and stuff, uh, was Claire's finding of a hot chilli sauce that I want now.
1: I know that you love spicy things, so I thought, right, OK, I'm going to bring this to the table, literally, although I haven't actually got it yet, um, and see what you think of it. Because it's uh, basically a hot chilli sauce that replicates spider's venom.
0: Yeah, I was very intrigued at this and looked into all the details and how many spiders they use and how do they extract the venom? Carefully.
1: I didn't expect you to actually follow this up, as in you were actually on the phone. Trying to get a bottle of this
0: Oh yeah, I was right on there I was doing the research uh, I've made phone calls I got through to someone Who said they have completely sold out Which I understand Everyone wants this Spider venom chilli sauce
1: Nobody wants this
0: There'd be people coming around my house That I don't know knocking, Can I try it? It's going to be one of these How much do you think it's it gonna is? It's going
1: to sit in the back of your cupboard And just foost away
0: I'm actually wrecking a bottle I've not looked into it I've not managed <sighs> to find a price yet but if Wait it's... a
1: minute the guy who doesn't carry his wallet anywhere has not looked into the price of something. If it's over a tenner, you're going to be like, nah, it's all right.
0: Uh, I think it might be 25-ish. Yeah.
1: Because
0: think it's about the, the research and the, 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 the development and the spiders that go into making it. So here's, here's what I want. I would like to think I might get an update this week from the makers of the sauce. They said they're getting a new batch in. So next week's podcast, Claire... Will you promise that you and I will both try the spider venom chilli sauce?
1: I can promise that I'll film you trying it.
0: Mm, no, make the promise now.
1: <laughs> Come on. I'm not committing at myself At the same time, anything. we're going to
0: both try it at the same time, live on the podcast.
1: Oh, uh, we'll see.
0: That's not a promise.
1: I'm saying we'll see. It's as good as you're going to get. I'm you're terrified of spiders. Using you know this.
0: my tactics now and skirting around the main issue. Correct. Oh, well done. <laughs> I've,
1: I've
0: never been so proud of you.
1: <laughs> I tell you what, instead of uh, waiting for the podcast, you can check us out weekdays. We're on TFM 6 till
3: 10am.
0: Yeah, we are.
3: The Wake Up With Webster podcast. Follow us on Facebook, Twitter and Instagram and at tfm.co.uk and listen live on TFM weekday mornings from 6